High school students who are artistic and creative are learning to turn their skills into high-paying jobs and great careers. You're listening to the Way to Work podcast. Thank you for joining our Career and Tech Talk series. I'm your host, Greg Deanna, and I'm joined in the studio today by Mike Searson, the Pima JTED Graphic Design Instructor at Flowing Wells. Welcome, Mike. Hey, Greg. Good to be here. So, Graphic Design, tell us a little bit about what students learn in your program at JTED at Flowing Wells. So graphic design is really the way that art skills are applied in the world of business, and it, it can apply in so many different ways, but they learn to work on a computer and apply their skills through probably an iMac and use a bunch of different Adobe software, including an Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign. And they produce all kinds of work that could be used just like in a workplace scenario. So they might make logos for companies, they might make t-shirts or all kinds of other stuff. And when you mention names like, you know, Mac and Adobe, those are well known for those of us in the creative field. But um, tell us, how do you choose which programs to use and what equipment to use in, in Next Design in, in your program at Graphic Design at Flowing Wells? So we're real in our program, we're really modeled after what's being used out in industry. And if you go into a advertising agency, a marketing firm, or anywhere where they're really producing like multimedia stuff, they're probably working on an iMac and they're probably using Adobe software. Adobe's really like a, I don't know, a dominant force in the creative sure. arts. And they make almost all of the software, whether you're editing video, messing with photos, creating vector graphics for logos and such, messing with lettering and typography, or even multi-page documents and books like uh, textbooks, magazines and such. And so, yeah, really industry standard equipment kind of being uh, is what I'm picking up that you're saying is uh, you rely on that. And um, that leads me to my next question about how do you stay on top of what the industry standards are? Uh, it sounds like you might have an advisory board at JTED Graphic Design. Yeah, we certainly do. We've been around and running this program for over 10 years at this point, and we're pretty tied in with our local industry. So there's a bunch of great support, and we're lucky to have that from the area here. Um, it reaches out into a variety of different fields. So like there's folks who work at sign shops who, who've uh, graduated from our program, um, although a lot of people mistakenly have the idea that print is dead, that's completely incorrect. We've got a bunch of great printers who have partnered with us and worked with our students over the years, uh, places like Cirrus Communication, West Press, and more. Um, beyond that, let's see, there's places that do like uh, uniforms and screen printing and embroidery, and all of those skills are things that kids practice and apply in the classroom and then can continue to apply after they graduate. Um, some of the partners we have in those areas are places like uh, formerly Tea Time. It's now merged and become the largest uh, screen printer in Tucson. They're called Mr. T's. And um, I guess I could rattle off a few more. Let's see. Arizona Uniforms is a great place that does uh, uh, embroidered apparel and such. And each year it seems like we're growing a little more and more and connecting with our uh, partners here in, in the community and, and getting our kids out there and working. It's good. And if I'm a business owner, how do I become involved and what would be expected of me as a business owner if I want to help support your program and your students? So there's a variety of ways that the people from the industry can kind of be involved. Some of them are pretty easy and they don't take up a lot of your time, which uh, <laughs> aware of 
you know, you got a lot of demands on yourself if you're running a business. So little things like giving us feedback on a competition pro- project. You might be voting on which designs are best, and that's something you can do straight out of your cell phone. We might send you a little vote card online or stuff like that. Um, occasionally we have events where you could be like a uh, in-person judge or guest speaker. Occasionally we have people come into the classroom and talk to the students about the career or um, what they do at their workplace. And occasionally we go out and do field trips and tour some of those businesses as well. Excellent. And how do your students react to this industry experience that they're gaining through their program? Well, the students are really, I mean, they're the center of everything there, you know, and they're always so enthusiastic. I love going in and getting to see them every morning and, and, and they're at the door waiting, <laughs> waiting for me to unlock it when I show up in the morning. It's awesome. Um, they're enthusiastic about being creative and, and finding out ways that they can do that as professionals. And it's a great w- way that they're able to, uh, find, to apply those artistic skills. So, you know, they, um, they start by working with clients and customers that might be campus based and they might be making stuff for another class they're in or that their friends are in, you know, uh, Recently, we just printed some shirts for like the drama department at the high school. And so we made some things for the theater tech kids and there were shirts they were able to wear out at a competition. Um, The advanced drama class also got some shirts through us and and we make them for a bunch of groups like that on campus. And occasionally we'll also be working with uh, local businesses as well. And they'll come to us for things like their uniforms, their logos, uh, promotional flyers or uh, online ads and promo like that as well. And so you're teaching students as well. It sounds like the business aspect of it. And I know you have a student enterprise called Next Design. Tell us how that came about and how that helps facilitate what you're talking about with um, teaching students the not just the graphic design skills that they'll need, but also how to run a business and stay in business. Okay. Well, we formed Next Design in the early days of having this uh, career and technical ed program for graphics because we wanted the classroom experience to really mimic what happens out in the real world in industry. So we made a miniature version of that. Um, I personally have experience from industry having worked at like the University of Arizona's Department of Athletics and some advertising agencies and such myself. And so I knew what it was like to be in that environment and I tried to kind of create it in the classroom. And we get a lot of feedback from our industry partners about how to mimic that as well. The whole idea here is that it's not just a class that you sit down and you make stuff for a prompt from the teacher and turn it in and the only people who see it are the ones in that classroom and it's like a little contained bubble. That's not really what we're doing. Instead, um, the things that the kids create really are used and they get not just the creating their artwork on screen, but they get the experience of like all the other aspects that go into being like an artist in the adult world that go along with that, that you might not expect. I definitely didn't back when I was in college myself, but there's stuff beyond like choosing the right font and picking the right colors. There's the relationship you have with your customer and um, being able to communicate with them well, figure out what they actually need and want, what their taste is like, and delivering that and uh, sustaining a good relationship. and then there's like office business tasks. There's documenting your time and hours. There's um, 
the financial side of things. There's creating estimates. There's invoicing at the end of a project. There's figuring out your costs and how much you should bill so that you can make a profit on projects. And that's what's really great about Next Design is that they're not just as students like creating the art, but they're seeing how that art gets out into the real world and all the other aspects of uh, being a professional that go into, um, it, you know, being like an artist as an adult and professional. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, that's where really we're talking applied education here because uh, I know it was thrilling when I first started out in my career when I actually could produce things and show my friends and family and say, hey, look, you know, what I produced and it's really real. It's it's being, you know, in a newspaper or on TV. And so your students must be ecstatic about gaining that experience plus something they can throw in their portfolio. Of course. I mean, you and I have both had that experience and it's a great feeling when like you open up the back in the day, it was a newspaper, right? Sure. Or maybe Tucson Dating ourselves. Or something. <laughs> we might be a little bit, but even, you know, driving down the highway and seeing like a, a billboard that I sure. designed was cool when I was just out of um, school. But I, I know that that still happens for my students today. And that might happen when they see an Instagram post that has like over a hundred likes or a video that, shows them making something and all of a sudden they're able to see on our feed, wow, it's had over like a couple hundred views. That's exciting for them. And I got to say, like when we go to the like school spirit days at the campus that we're based at, which is Flowing Wells High School, we got a lot of great support there as well. Um, you know, we go into like a, a pep rally day and they have the whole campus packed into the gym and my students are able to look across all of campus and like scattered throughout the freshman section, the senior section, whatever. There's kids everywhere wearing gear that we made, that they designed, that they chose the fonts for, that they screen printed, that they folded and counted and quality checked and delivered to the teacher. And it's a really cool feeling to see that scattered around. And, uh, you know, I know that they're proud of it. And um, it's, it's a great way to see how like your artistic skills really can deliver something. Mm -hmm. And I, I find it interesting too, that you also require those client meetings because we know, you know it's far different from just being the artist locked in your room in front of your computer, creating something that looks cool, but then also listening to a client say, make my logo bigger. And <laughs> we always joke about that in the industry, but, uh, having to sit there and listen to a client and maybe they don't like your first uh, few drafts. And are those hard lessons for your students when that comes across? We definitely have those moments for sure. Yeah, in the classroom, um, if we were just making stuff, you know, for the kid to make and turn into me and that was the end of the conversation, they'd miss out on a lot. Mm -hmm. And they wouldn't really get what you just described. But it, it does happen. And, um, you know, a kid might make what they thought was the perfect logo. And then it has to go through an additional like five or six iterations after that, you know, and they've shown it to the client and the client wants to tinker with the size of this part or the color of that. And it gets adjusted and resent over and then it repeats again. But eventually when the client does agree, Hey, we've got something, you know, it's nice when both the designer and the customer are happy with it and they feel like they've arrived at that together. Um, it's a good skill to develop. And even though there might be some, frustration. You know, the kids are learning a lot as they go through that because, um, you know, they're learning a bit of psychology in there too. And mm -hmm, they're true. seeing how to, um, you know, kind of hide their own internal reaction a little bit and 
put on a positive face and, and spin with their customers and, and make sure that they are able to arrive at something that will be eventually accepted and ends up on somebody's shirt worn around campus or out in real life. It's cool. Yeah. But that is, you know, the real life work experience that it's not all fun and games all the time. And it's a, a lot of times when we see great things on the screen or in print or on social media, that there was a lot of heartache and blood, sweat and tears that went into it. And it's really cool to hear that you're teaching your students, uh, giving them that full breadth of experience. So. Totally. Yeah. And you know, the version of the logo or shirt or poster or whatever that ends up actually printed might not have even been the designer's favorite one, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they get to choose at, at a later point, like which version did they put in their portfolio to show to a potential uh, job interview, or maybe they're trying to get into college or something with that, you know? And that's another part of what they're developing while they're in class. Yeah, that, that important portfolio. And tell us a little bit about um, how many of your students do you estimate go directly into industry and how many go on to further post-secondary education? So we kind of have a mix of both. And um, it really depends on that individual's, you know, their goals in life and stuff, where they want to go. The cool thing about art skills is that you don't have to just go to college and have that degree, you know. There are certain kids who went straight out of high school and are like I know there's a kid named Corey who's now working at a signage shop. Um, his mom happens to work in the print industry. She's one of the receptionists over at West Press, which is cool. But Corey was a great designer when he was in my class, and now he's helping to make things that are in front of uh, buildings, you know? Um, let's see, like there's cars driving down the street that have graphics wrapped around a van or a delivery truck or whatever, right? And uh, last year, one of our initial interns, Dom, he got to help out with that process at a place called SD Media with Jose, the owner. And they get to develop those things, which is, is pretty cool to see, like, out and rolling down the streets, you know? Um, there's the print department at a place called Sunset Screen Printing and Embroidery, which is owned by a Flowing Wells alumni guy named Steve King, really sweet dude. Um I think he was on the Flowing Walls basketball team back when he went there. But uh, Steve has been great working with them. And, and I've got Desmond and Zach both as screen printers there. And they crank out like hundreds of shirts. And some of them for local businesses, a lot for like special events. And one of the things that's really neat that I know they get to do is they do a lot of work that kind of gives back and does something positive for like people in need. Um, Steve's got a child with special needs and they do a bunch of like charity work for um for that and and they make like all the gear that people wear when they're running like uh, triathlons and stuff for um supporting those folks which is cool um the whole print industry is is a side of the you know workforce that is really in need of employees and you don't need a four-year college degree to degree to get into that you really just need a good work ethic and um, a supportive environment. And thankfully, we've got a few of those here in Tucson that are, you know, ready to take on kiddos who have graduated. So like the folks at West Press who have been great supporters of ours, um, they've taken on some of our interns over the years. Christy, the manager, is a really great leader over there. And I know they're like an employee-owned company, which I think is really cool for um, a kid who's out of high school to have benefits, you know, in a full-time job, right, when they graduate. Um, some 
kiddos who graduated are, are still there. And I know they've been opening new positions where you know, might be working on old school equipment like letterpress. That dates back to like sure. <laughs> you know, Ben Franklin and uh, Gutenberg and stuff. And then they've also got like automated four color, multicolor, you know, lithography presses and, you know, technical stuff that not everybody's familiar with. But it, the cool thing is, you know, kids learn to operate that stuff and it's a legit career they can get into and stick with. Um, those aren't the only options either. You know, there are some kids who go the college route and um, they're able to apply their skills too. I, I know of a guy who was our next design president a few years ago. His name was Fernando, really great kid. Uh, his dad is a maintenance guy in the Flowing Wells District, also named Fernando, so I guess he's Fernando Jr. But uh, Fernando was a great graphic designer, stellar student while he was in high school. And, you know, he learned a lot that can apply not just to be a graphic designer. So he had a great visual aesthetic sense and got really savvy with just like all kinds of computer tech stuff while he was in my class, how to manage files, the different formats, all that sort of stuff, you know, and I'm sure it totally helped him. Now he didn't stick with specifically graphics, but he went into some form of engineering. I don't remember exactly what it was, but last time I talked to his dad, he actually has an intern with NASA, um, wow. which is really cool. Um, and then there are kids who really do stick with graphics. Um, you know, I've got a kid that I, I worked with and, and I still keep in touch with. I think it's really cool. His name's Pablo. Um, this is a little political topic to talk about. I'm, I'm not sure what his citizenship was when he was in my class, but he was a hard worker. And I, I think Pablo is a great kid, you know? And um, since he graduated, he's like, he's gotten married and uh, he's worked with his church and stuff. He was a designer at his church and he's still doing a bunch of design work, both as like an independent artist and for his church and everything. And he's now like a, he's got his life established and a little family going and everything. And most of it is revolved around being an artist, which I think mm -hmm. is really cool. He's a strong photographer and he works with like Garnicerias and stuff like that. Um, I love seeing that he's having success. You know, one of his classmates, Justine, she's moved away to Chicago and she's just working as like a professional graphic artist that's independent herself and she runs her own business and does all kinds of work um she's got a pretty big following on instagram too <laughs> um and as you can probably tell as i rattle off about specific kids um yeah. we develop meaningful relationships with each other mm -hmm. while we're in class too which is neat um it's my class is like a three-year sequence so while the kids are in class they get to connect with other people who are into being artistic and creative and those relationships matter and they help um, sustain things into their future and develop connections for potential leads for jobs and projects and all that sort of stuff. It's, uh, it's really neat to see that uh, magic kind of continue after sure. they graduate, you know? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a short break. We appreciate you listening to 99.1 KTDT Downtown Radio. We're going to appreciate our sponsors for just a minute, and we'll be back with Mike Searson, graphic design instructor at JTED at Flowing Wells. I'm your host, Greg Deanna, and you're listening to Education Matters. The 
bookstop locally owned since 1967 and currently located at 214 North 4th Avenue, has 2,000 square feet of used and out-of-print books, including large selections of poetry and literature, art and architecture, history, military history, Western Americana, and kids' books. The bookstop buys seasonally and trades year-round and can be reached at 326-6661 or at info at bookstoptucson.com. You can check out their website at bookstoptucson.com. Since 2005, Bisbee Breakfast Club has been a hometown favorite, serving up great breakfasts, tasty lunches, homemade desserts, and fresh roasted coffee to locals and visitors alike. BBC serves breakfast and lunch all day, seven days a week, with early bird and rotating daily specials. Locally and independently owned, Bisbee Breakfast Club now offers three locations in Tucson at Broadway Village, Sunrise and Swan, and Ina Road. You can visit us on Facebook or go to bisbeebreakfastclub.com for more info and put a bit of Bisbee in your day. And we're back. You're listening to KTDT 99.1 Downtown Underground Radio. My name is Greg Deanna, and you're listening to Education Matters with Mark Stegeman. We're here in the studio today with the graphic design instructor at JTED at Floyd Wells, Mike Searson. Mike, we're talking about moving students into careers, design careers. And I think it's interesting. One of the statistics that we've heard is 70% of all careers will not require that four-year college degree. And uh, not that post-secondary education isn't vital and important, but uh, this is something that really uh, points to in your direction where you're helping put kids to work uh, with skills that they can use uh, in in the trades with very little college debt. And so tell us about, uh, you know, turning artists, we don't really think of artists as paying careers. Uh, many times in our society, we always think of the starving artist. But uh, how do you, what's your philosophy and which pathways do you direct students so that they can take their passion and actually make a living with it? Well, I, so there really are lots of ways to be creative and be an adult. And um, I think there is definitely a misconception out there that like art class is just something you do for, you know, one hour of the day until maybe you're 18 years old and then you forget about it or something. Um, a lot of people do really have all kinds of creative things that they do. And we see it on a regular basis. Um, I've mentioned that there's places like signage shops and embroidery, um, uniform companies, screen printing companies, uh, the printing industry, you know, paper, business cards, flyers, posters, brochures, all of that requires an artistic hand. And it also requires a technical hand. Um, it's not just making things look good, but it's operating all the equipment and understanding how that stuff works. And those are things they learn in my class. Um, Beyond that, we've heard that um, it's not just about the artistic things they're making. It's the overall experience and the person we're trying to develop in class. And that type of skill set, all of the workplace things that they're learning, like how to interact with the customer, um, all the computer skills, they'll apply in so many workplaces, regardless of what field you end up in. So like my kid who's a sophomore through a senior in high school who gets good on a Mac and understands the difference between a JPEG versus a TIFF versus a PDF, that's an important skill. Are you making your file to be output on paper or is it going to be displayed on a screen? What resolution do you need? 
what's going to improve readability. Um, those things can help if you're in a business environment, if you're in a restaurant, all kinds of things. So um, I'm really proud of the range of skills that the kids can get in class and know that they'll help whether they're going to college or going straight into all kinds of jobs. That's excellent. And with um, part of what you do too, is you uh, join efforts with all the other graphic design programs across the city and you do a citywide competition. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and uh, what that means to the students. All right. So this is another aspect of uh, what we do through J10 and everything that I'm really proud of. We have what's called the Arizona Design Education Network, and it's an advisory that's consisted of a variety of teachers from a bunch of schools across the region. I think we've got um, definitely over a dozen schools who are involved, and usually when people hear that, they're surprised. Wow, there's over 12 schools that have graphic design, and there really are. Um, and then we've got a bunch of those industry partners, whether they're you know printers or uh, design or advertising or marketing firms, whatever. And so what we do is try to really like let the kids connect with each other and with industry through projects that we make. So one of the things we do during first semester is a project that's in partnership with the superintendent's office. And the kids make a bunch of designs, they submit them. Um, the work all gets voted on by professionals via one of those online votes that we described earlier in the session. And kids get recognized for their work, and the work gets displayed in a professional environment at the superintendent's office in downtown Tucson, which is great. We had an opening reception. Parents and kids and the community were all able to be able to, uh, to see it. And some of your students walked away with top prizes. I'll just drop that in there. Yeah, they sure <laughs> did, and I'm proud of all of those guys. Yeah, it was great. Um, so that show is up for a couple of months, and they can mention that on their resumes that their work was displayed in a professional gallery environment, you know? Um, in second semester, we have a regional competition that's going to be entering its 12th year this year, and that's something that I'm super proud of. Um, every year, we have th two or three projects that are for real local businesses, and the top two or three graphic designers from each school get to show up on a college campus, work in... A college computer lab and it's kind of like an online uh not online but like one of those television game shows you'd watch mm -hmm. like top chef or something but it's for graphic artists so they find out at the start of a little maybe hour and a half session here's your project here's the specifications the rules they actually get to meet the real local business who's um you know vying for their work and then over the course of a day the kids all make a bunch of work they have to present it to a room full of industry professionals who show up and um, evaluate and score their work and then at the end of that day businesses come away with real designs that um that they can use and they're made by local students. The kids can mention that, hey, my work was used by real professionals while mm -hmm. I'm still a high school student. And it's a great way for, um, you know, the college world, the high school world, and our industry from the region to all connect with each other. Uh, it's a lot of magic happens on those days. It's really cool. So, and, and a lot of effort too, but you did mention the sheer number of students that, you know, coming into graphic design or taking graphic design programs, but it makes sense because we see artwork all around us in the world and um, that's created by someone and visual communications are, are huge. So, yeah, I mean, to a lot of the people in the general public, our work is kind of invisible. Um, 
we don't really realize how much of it is is there but but we're surrounded by it every day so it's pretty cool yeah very cool uh, Mike Searson, we appreciate you joining us here on Education Matters. Is there anything, well, one, tell us how businesses can get in touch with you. And you also mentioned social media, so give us those handles real quick. That'd be great. Thanks, Greg. So on social media, we've got a couple of different platforms that you can see our work. On Facebook, there's the Arizona Design Education Network that you could follow. That's the region-wide one. We have JTED at Flowing Wells, which is our specific program. And then on Instagram, we are JTED Next Design, and it's not the word next, it's J-T-E-D-N-E-X Design. And if any local businesses are interested in working with us or having our students m- make work for you, you can email me at msersen at pimajted.org. That's spelled M-S-R-S-E-N at P-I-M-A-J-T-E-D dot O-R-G. Mike, thanks again. Uh, We appreciate that. On behalf of everyone here at JTED, Michael Kanderis, our sound engineer and associate producer, and myself, Greg Deanna, your host, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to The Way to Work. I'm Greg Deanna. On behalf of everyone at Pima JTED, thank you for listening. Remember, subscribe to The Way to Work on your favorite podcast site and check us out anytime at pimajted.org.